Hey, I'm Allison. And I'm Courtney. Join us as we talk about our post-op diets, interview really cool guests, share products we love, encourage each other on our journeys, and, you know, just live in our best lives. Thanks so much for joining us today. We are on episode 10 of season two of the No Guts, No Glory podcast. We're so excited you're listening. And today, Courtney and I are thrilled to be chatting with Angela from on Instagram. Her handle is losing for health in a Gucci belt. And if that little handle doesn't just grab you, then I, I don't know what else will. Um, so we are so excited. Thank you so much for being here. And we want, can't wait to hear all the things. Hi, Angela. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Yes. I'm excited to be here. I have to yeah. tell you, you're one of the first people that I started following in like the bariatric community solely because of your username. I was like, oh yeah, I actually <laughs> love that. Yes, I love that. I've had a couple of people that will just like randomly message me and say, I'm only following you because of your, your handle. I'm like, that's fine. That's okay. You're like, hey, that's what draws you in, but I get you to stay. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's oh, good. that's so exciting. Yeah, you look so good. And I was just like stalking your Instagram and you do have a Gucci belt. So like, spoiler, you did no. lose it to get one. So that's very fun. Yes. Um, do you want to just start sort of from the beginning? Like, what was the point for you that you decided to have surgery and what surgery did you have and how far are you into this now? Yeah, so I am about a week more than 18 months. So like 18 months and one week out from yes. surgery, which is crazy to think mm -hmm. because it just feels like it was just yesterday. Um, but I would say like my entire life, it's probably the story of a lot of us, right? But my entire life, I've always been on the bigger side. Now, whenever I was in like in junior high and high school, I was also played softball um, mm -hmm. and was in a lot of sports. And so while I was the biggest one on the team, I probably wasn't significantly overweight but like once you stop playing that obviously it it all just packs on from there and so for my mm -hmm. entire adult life I've been overweight obese severely obese you know whatever you want to call it um and I've always kind of hovered around 300 pounds mm -hmm. and um I would say that like I could do a diet of some sort and maybe get off like 30 or 40, but it was, it was really hard to go beyond that. Yeah. But then once I hit 40 years old, um, no matter what I tried, it felt like nothing would come off. Like I could do the same like paleo or weight watchers and nothing would move. And it was frustrating. Um, and so I was like, maybe I'm just stuck here at 300 pounds. I don't know. Maybe that's just my life. But then in 2019, um, all of a sudden I was no longer 300 pounds. I was 320 pounds, 325, somewhere around there. And it like freaked me out a bit. And then obviously 2020 came and COVID came and working from home. And, you know, yeah. you had days where you literally were walking like 700 steps a day. Um, <laughs> I really and I very hard to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I would, one day I remember getting on the scale and it said 340 and I think I nearly like hyperventilated, like, yeah. oh my God, like what got me here? Like I'd always been around 300 and I was like something, I've got to do something. And I knew I worked for Walmart. I've been working for them for almost 22 years and I knew that they had covered it. Um, but at the time it was like centers of excellence and they didn't have one around here that I knew of. So I started just researching it and lo and behold, Roller weight loss, 
right here in my backyard in Fayetteville had just been approved like the year before. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. So it was like everything kind of, kind of worked together. And then like with COVID, you know, you start hearing all about the, well, obese people are more at risk to dying from this thing. And yes. so that freaked me out a bit, or I shouldn't even say a bit. It freaked me out a lot. Yeah. And then the largest factor of the whole thing is I have two kids, um, a girl, a Harper that's 10 and Anderson that's eight. And he asked me one day, he's like, mom, why are you so fat? Oof. And from that point, I was like, okay, it's moved beyond the research phase now. Like I'm just going to do it. And yeah. so that is really what, really what kickstarted me into it. And so it's just an innocent question from a child, it is. but it was one, it was one that I really needed to hear. And it really pushed me into what I really needed to do with my life. And so say, I'm unfortunately, so, so things take away rose colored glasses and they're just like, Hey, here's the facts. I have questions. Yeah, exactly. So, um, now he just likes to make fun of my loose skin, which is great, but <laughs> <laughs> but he no longer asks me why I'm fat. He just thinks it's funny to like play with it. So oh. great, great heaven kids. <laughs> These are the best, right? <laughs> exactly. How, how tall are you, Angela? <laughs> I am five three. Okay. Um, and yeah, me so too. obviously, like, yeah, <laughs> extremely obese. Whatever that, whatever that morbidly obese, I guess is is the word. Mm-hmm. So with me, um, finding roller. It was really easy through my insurance to to kind of kick kickstart the process. Really, all I had to do was go to my primary care physician, which, to be honest, I didn't have one. Yeah, I was afraid of going to the doctors. I didn't want to listen to them, um, not listen to them, but I just wanted. I didn't. I knew I was overweight. I didn't want them to tell me that. Right. I didn't yeah. want to step on their scale. So, like, I was like almost having a panic attack sitting in the in the parking lot at the doctor's office. So like mm-hmm. kickstart the whole process. But once I did, it's like the nerves kind of eased, but I had to go to my primary care physician. I got approved through the centers of excellence and then jump started over to, to roller. And they require you to number one, do a seminar online that kind of teaches you about the, the different procedures that you can have. Um, and then they set you up with your first appointment. That's like four hours long, but the, the main thing of that appointment is you sit down with Dr. Kristen Roller um, and she takes you through all the options of the surgeries, kind of walks you through what they all look like and then suggest one for you. That's so cool. I had modified duodenal switch, which I had never heard of before, um, before going there. I don't, I had always th- thought it was the sleeve yeah, or bypass and that was my only two <laughs> options. Yeah. So and then when he's um, showing you, he's like, and then we have one that we like do both. And I was like, Tell me more. Yeah, you're so like, wait, do you guys both have the same surgery? Is it both the Sadie or no? Is it different? The, I the, had what they call the modified version, which yeah. has I think, to do with how much your channel, like your intestinal channel is, I don't know, not cut off, but like rerouted. I don't know. I'm talking out of both sides. <laughs> no, no. I think they're, yeah, it's like a, it's like a stage, right? Like they had the old duodenal switch and then I think they have like, a modified one. And I don't know if the Sadie is the same, but I, I am curious. <laughs> so yeah, what I liked about the duodenal switch was, you know, the research that they had was you generally lose the most amount of weight and you generally have the best results of keeping it off. And I'm like, I'm in, mm-hmm. sign me up. And so from that point, you know, a lot of people, and I'm not sure how it was for you guys, but a lot of people have these really long processes, but 
I went to my PCP in July of 2020. I had my first appointment with Roller at the end of August. And I had my surgery in October, uh, October 20th of 2020. So literally from like starting at Roller to ending, it was only like seven weeks because I, I had to do like a couple of dietitian visits and the psych um, eval, I guess, and then a pre-op and that was it. Um, so it was really fast for me. So I love the fact that my insurance kind of just like blows through it, blows yeah, through it fantastic. all and allows you to do it really quickly. Uh, yeah. Walmart for the win. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are, I mean, there's just some insurances that are so, 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 so good. Yeah. Um, that's a, you brought up like such an interesting point though. I think that COVID experiences were so different for each person, but I think I felt like how you did. I was petrified to go anywhere and to do anything because I was like obesity and like high blood sugar and being pre-diabetic and having asthma. And I'm like, I don't, mm, I don't want to die. Like, thank you. No. So I truly like, I actually gave up two years of my life in fear because of something that was like related to how I felt about my weight, which I don't know if everybody gets. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. I often tell people, I mean, obviously COVID was really bad, so I don't want to say, you know, um, this in, in saying that it was good, but for me, it jump started me into something that's really good for me. It is good. And for you. so while the world obviously went through something really traumatic the last couple of years, I felt like I gained a whole new life yeah. out of it. And without it, I don't know that I would have been here. Um, without being scared, you know, Courtney, like you just said, so um, it's not true. thankful that it happened, but I'm <laughs> thankful know. that I got something out of it. But it is, it was the like, oh shit moment that was like, oh, okay, my weight is actually like not something that will kill me eventually. It's something that could like really hurt me right now. Um, right. And that was the first time I had felt like that. So that was dang. <laughs> yeah, um, it's hard. So you had a really great like pre-surgery experience. Uh, what was recovery like for you? You know, it's funny because I feel like so many people have like different experiences. Like they experience nausea or they can't eat certain foods. And I feel so guilty sometimes. People are like, <laughs> well, how was it? And I'm like, it was easy. It's fine. Um, <laughs> like I, I didn't really have very many like gas pains or like, you know, stomach pains. I didn't really ever have nausea except when I ate like cold cut turkey or something, which I don't even like anyway, but um, I didn't have pain for my incisions. My energy levels stayed pretty high. Um, So really from a recovery standpoint, I I would feel like it was fairly easy for me. The only thing that I struggled with was really the two weeks post-op being on a liquid diet. And it wasn't because I was hungry. I wasn't hungry for like 10 or 11 months, but like, um, I just wanted to chew. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I have this strong desire to chew something. Like, and I like the that was so hard. Blushies anymore. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like a sweets person. And I was so <laughs> sick and tired of sweet um, because all of all the shakes that you're drinking that yeah. like the last probably week or so, my evening meal was like um, chicken broth or whatever. Cause I was like, yeah. I've got to get something else in besides 
these shakes. Like these protein shakes. I remember telling you that, Allison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, does it have protein? No. Do I care right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was that conversation. Yeah. Couldn't there be some sort of like not sweet protein shake? And we tried yes. to just figure out if there was some way, but oh, there <laughs> there are some because our roller like they like to go through a couple of different companies, but I don't remember. If it was, I think it's Celebrate. They have like a chicken noodle soup one, but people say it's disgusting and there was no way I was even going to attempt to try it. Yeah, no. (laughs) I know. It's like one of those things you're like, well, I really don't want anything sweet, but I can't think I could stomach something not sweet, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Okay. So what I find interesting is since you did do this in sort of the heart of COVID, this is prior to any um, vaccines being out and anything like that, you probably dropped weight fairly quickly by the time you got to see people did they even recognize you like what was that like like seeing the world again so yeah it's and actually I have a story just from last week as well so it was somebody that I don't follow on social media at all but it's somebody that I've like had work relationships like with and we were at a charity event on Friday and I was talking to her and I said her name like okay Donna and she's like, do I, she's like, do we know each other? And I'm like, Donna, it's Angela. And she goes, oh, I said, I know I look really different. It's like weird to acknowledge it. And she's like, yeah, your, your hair is much shorter. And I'm thinking, okay, whatever. Like, I, I'll, like, I'll also, I haven't lost like, over a hundred pounds. It's fine. Exactly. It's but I will tell you one thing that made it easy is during working from home for two years, I switched jobs um, and started supporting Sam's Club versus Walmart. And oh, cool. I'm wor- I'm working with a lot of people I've never worked with before. So they don't even know the old me. They don't know yeah. that I was 200 pounds heavier That's than I real. am today. So it's kind of crazy. Um, I mean, obviously, I've kind of mentioned it to them before, um, you know, since then. But it wasn't like I had to have like a ongoing conversation with everybody that I met or yeah. everybody that I saw. So that was kind of refreshing that I didn't have to deal with that. But so cool. I will tell you back in, it was like November, kind of when before um, the Omicron variant went, went, went about, but people started coming back to work a bit and they, they had this large like finance gathering. So I work in the finance area and there's a lot of men that I work with. So I don't, there's, I mean, some women, but a lot of men mm-hmm. and the reaction of the men there not that it wasn't like sleazy or anything like that, but they were like, Oh my God, <laughs> they were like, like you don't even look the same. And so it was kind of just weird to have these like men react about it, you know, that I worked That's with on, so a, on a day in and day out basis. And then I saw another one, one of the guys that I saw back in November, I saw him again back in February when we all went back to work again. And he's like, Oh my God, you're, you're even smaller than you were in November. I said, I promise I'm stopping. Like, this is it. <laughs> you don't have to worry. <laughs> so but funny. It, it did make it refreshing that I got to go back to work with people that didn't really know me. So I didn't have to have that conversation all the time. Like I said, and, um, I was pretty open about it on my own personal social media, like not at first. Cause it's like scary. Um, but I was very open about it about six months in. And yeah. so anybody that I worked with that followed me on social media, like on my real, uh, real accounts, they knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, they knew what I looked like. So it wasn't quite, quite a shock to them at all as well. It's, so that was, that was kind of helpful as well. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. I just, I, I wonder 
I don't know. I, it's a really curious thing if people are going to be like, I don't even recognize you. Or I've if- had people staring at me at work and I'm like, what? And they're like, your <laughs> eyes are beautiful. We've never noticed. And I'm like, Aww. thank you. That's very nice. And they're like, I think. And then I can tell that they want to like, I can tell that they're like, we can see them more now. And I'm like, thank you yeah. for the compliment and also not saying the rest of it. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is weird because people are open, but then some people to your point, Courtney, they don't know what to say. You exactly. Know, because... They're like, well, I've never noticed them, even though we've worked together for three years because <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, we don't have to keep going. You're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very man. fascinating. So recovery was surprisingly easy. Was there anything else that was easy? Um, and then on the opposite end, what what did you find like to be the most hard? Or most difficult? I would say um, <laughs> from an easy standpoint, I'm really good about taking my vitamins, but I also have what I call my old lady pillbox that I fill up yeah. every week. Um, and I'm like, I'm like this 80 year old lady carrying around this huge, like big notebook size pillbox. Um, but, but doing that made it easy for me because I knew what I had taken for the day. Um, I had them all portioned out for the four times that I would take my vitamins throughout the day. So I felt like that was easy. Is it Um, like the little black envelope one that has like little colors that come out for every day? And no, when I like say mine. Size. <laughs> yeah, mine's like mine doesn't have things that come out. It's um, it's just a, like a notebook size thing. Oh, um, that's it. got all the openings. But then when I travel, I sometimes take these smaller ones just so I can like throw it in a backpack or something because that other thing is so large. I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that made it that made it easy. And I would say, um, you know, getting in protein at first is kind of hard to do yeah. because you get so full so fast. Yeah. Um, and probably for the first like two months, I was still drinking like two shakes a day and I had to like do the, the ones that I would mix myself, which I did not like because they just felt gritty and gross. But because I would mix it with the fair life milk and get more protein that way, it was my only way to do it. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that was hard. Just continuing to drink those powdered shakes was not yeah. into that at all. Um, <laughs> I like pre-made all the way. They, they're they just creamier and they taste better. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I found a little bit hard and it really wasn't hard on me, I felt my husband's like a saint because I would not eat the same thing that they would eat. So like my husband and the two kids. So my husband made meals for them every night. Um, and so he would cook something for them to eat. And if it was something that I could eat too, I would eat it like taco meat or something like that. Or I would eat the spaghetti meat that he would make. Um, so I just felt like it was hard because our we didn't really sit down as a family to eat because I was always eating something different or always at a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you kind of missed out on that dinner time with family. So I felt like that was a little bit harder as well. But other than that, I feel like it's really been easy. Um, and it makes me really regret not doing it a lot sooner. Um, do you think you would have been like, because this is something I wonder too, because I hear people say that, do you think you would have been ready sooner? That is a good point. You know, who knows? Um, because, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I felt like I was almost at my breaking point and I might, maybe that's where I needed to be, um, to be, to be really committed to it right like it makes it stick it's like the time that you're like all right I've seen the bottom of the well like yeah 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So next question, Instagram handle. We're obsessed with it. <laughs> um, yes. Spoiler alert. You did get the Gucci belt, but please tell us all about it because I can't wait. Um, but yeah. what made you think of your Instagram handle? So I am not going to lie. I am a high maintenance girl and I yes. love luxury things. So Perfect. Um, I feel like I work, you know, I, I make a good living I will splurge on myself. Um, I mean, I splurge on my family too. Don't get me wrong, but I love it. Um, I want to like you know, on, like, you should. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I can remember, you know, many. It's probably been five or six years ago. I told my husband, I was like, I'm gonna get a Louis Vuitton purse, and it's gonna be the only purse I ever need. <laughs> and that was a total lie because I got it, and then I needed more, right? Yeah. But you know, in this world of like luxury items, the purses are great. Love them. But like, I, I could never have thought about wearing any of the clothes or most of the accessories they had because it was all based on size. Right. And so to me, the Gucci belt was like, um, it's, it was kind of like that designation of my eye on the prize, um, that I would be able to fit into a belt, but I'd also be able to fit into luxury clothes if I wanted to and other things but there was just something about that belt um to where it's something I've always wanted but I could never get because I wouldn't have been able to fit into it um and so yeah I was like whenever I get down to the weight I want to be at I'm buying that sucker (laughs) and I may buy another one who knows but for now I at least have one (laughs) good for you how much weight have you lost thus far I think I heard you say over 200 but it's yeah, it's right at 200. So um, I started my starting weight when I went to the PCP was 340. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I fluctuate now between 138 and 143. So somewhere in that range. So it's a, it's right around 200 pounds. I mean, what was it like when you got into the, I mean, I'm sure getting into like the 200 was amazing, but when you hit the 100s, like yeah. I can't even imagine what that felt like. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, one of the questions you guys had kind of written out was like, what was your goal? you know, you yeah. set out on this adventure. Yeah. And to be honest, I could not, I would never have imagined that I could have lost 200 pounds. Like that was never even on my radar to be mm-hmm. as a goal. Um, so like in my first, my very first goal that I'd set for myself is get to 220. Cause that's the lowest that I can remember being as an adult. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, if I can just get to that, you know, I'm golden. So I got to that and then I'm like, okay, let me look at the paperwork from, you know, my very first initial visit, and they kind of give you a guide of where your weight could be. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the upper end of that range, I think it was 191. So I was like, okay, that's my, that's my goal. (laughs) I get to that, I'll be good. And to your point, seeing a one in front of a number, I have not seen that since like high school, not right. a long time ago for me. Like I'm like because honestly, <laughs> the same way my goal right now. Like I can't even imagine 200. Like anything yeah. in 100 is just not even fathomable. So I got to 190, and then I was like, okay, my next goal is I want to get into my junior year prom dress, which I still have hanging up in my <sighs> yes. closet. I'm like, this is my goal. I still love that dress. Like I'm if I can just get into that, I'm golden. Like I'll be fine. Um, well, yeah. So I think I was probably 175 or something when I wore that dress. Um, so yeah, I fit into it like back in, I think it was the summer, like last summer, like June or July. 
Like, okay, so if I got there 150, if I could just get to 150, like that is going to be my goal weight. And if I get to 150, that's when I'm buying the Gucci belt. (laughs) So I hit 150 like one week before my one year surge anniversary. So, um, and I had some pictures planned. So, and I was supposed to go to Nashville for like a bariatric meetup um, with some people and our flights got canceled. But my biggest goal, I mean, my biggest thing I wanted to do in Nashville, obviously I wanted to meet some people, but I wanted to go to the store and get the dang Gucci belt because I don't (laughs) have that here. And our flight got canceled and it was raining and I've had an accident before in the rain and it freaks me out to drive. And I was like, I just can't drive. So I was very disappointed. I wasn't going to be able to get the Gucci belt. Well, a friend of mine was happening to go to Nashville for a wedding that same weekend. And she FaceTimed me, went to the Gucci store and we <laughs> purchased the belt via FaceTime. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. So it was awesome. So she brought it home. I was able to take pictures in this belt. So like, I still haven't even gotten the full experience of getting this a belt oh, myself, man. but it was so awesome to have a friend that was willing to, you know, take out time, um, right. you know, like, from her day to go, so to much. go over and buy it. It was awesome. But so I hit this 150 and I'm like, you know what? It's only 10 more pounds <laughs> like to, to lose 200 pounds. But yeah, there was so, so two big reasons why 140 ended up kind of being that 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 final goal for me is because it would be 200 pounds lost, but it would be the first time I'd ever been at a healthy BMI. Now I know BMI is like kind of a fake number, to be honest, because it really all depends on your, you know, your fat, yeah. fat percentage and, you know, all of that. But whatever, I was like, if I could just hit this, I have never been this in my life and it would be amazing. It does so that's mean doctors will like scold you less. So. Yes, for sure. Um, so yeah, 140, I've been there. Maintenance is super hard, by the way, if you think about like what's hard. Oh, gosh, yeah. Maintenance is hard. I feel like it's harder than the losing phase because you obviously really start fun. eating more yeah. um, because your body can handle it. I work out a lot. And so I feel like it also makes me really hungry now. So I'm like <laughs> in this phase where I wasn't hungry, like I said earlier, like for 11 months. And now it's like I'm hungry all the time. And I was like, ah. I got to balance making sure that I'm eating the right stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I do orange theory, but I also just started with a, um, kind of in this online group called hungry fitness where they do one-on-one coaching if you want, um, for like nutrition and fitness, but then you can also just do their fitness, but it's all about like gaining strength and gaining muscle. So now my goal is to stay at this kind of 140 mark, but I would like to reduce the um, body fat percentage that I have and really increase that lean muscle mass. Um, and it's been crazy to see, like, I actually have like these true muscles on my arms. And I was like, <laughs> I've never seen these in my life. <laughs> these are amazing. Like, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But I still, to this day, I'm like, and I'm a, I'm a big person about weighing like every day. That's just, that's just me. And I know some people are not like that, but I want to know every day. And if I, been bad or something over a weekend. I'm like, I'm going to get on that scale. And I still think, oh, I'm going to be 244, 244. So it still doesn't stick to me that no, it would be like 144 if I've like gone <laughs> off the rocker. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm still putting a two in front of that number, even though I've been now in the 100s since Gosh. almost a year. And it still does not stick to me 
um, that I'm there. So yeah, it's still hard to comprehend for sure. It is. It's a big change in a small amount of time and it is a lot of hard work. And just to wrap your head around the fact that like that hard work is actually like in front of you in fruition is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 And your story is so inspiring. I mean, that's just amazing. What do you have any, I mean, you, you, you sound like someone who like has a goal and reaches it. So what's your two year? Like, is there somewhere you want to go or something you want to do? Or I know you're, you know, you said you were working on muscle mass, but like, is there something you want to achieve by two years or anniversary? Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything else like that I really want to achieve. I mean, I have a consult set up with a plastic surgeon, so that will be happening right around that kind of two year mark because I like, I know I also have muscles in my legs, but I cannot see them because I have so much loose skin on my legs because I was one of those people that carried their weight everywhere. So I had it like in my arms, you know, my butt was really big, which is crazy. Cause then it went to like nothing. I was like, I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> but like my legs were always like really, really big. Um, and so like, I don't feel comfortable wearing shorts. I don't feel comfortable wearing a dress that's above the knee. Um, I, you know, I don't feel comfortable wearing sleeveless, even though my arms are significantly better because I have some muscle there to kind of fill it out a little bit, but still like, yeah. To me, I would like to have more um, body confidence in in my body just in general. Um, but like my ultimate goal is just to to have it all removed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so that obviously won't be done before my kind of two year. But the console is set to, set up to be. I can't remember if it's September or October of this year. So I'm hoping you know by maybe this time next year, I've already had one of those surgeries kind of underway and and done where I will feel more confident next summer being able to wear clothes that I just don't feel confident in today wearing. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And is there like, while you, so while you are losing, is there something that you do for like loose skincare and skin integrity? I know it's definitely something that my doctors talk to me about a lot. She's like, the loose skin and she, I forget what the cream's name is. I wish I could remember, but she was like, I'm going to prescribe you this just like, ahead of time so that like we're keeping everything good (laughs) um so what do you do for yeah I didn't I haven't really done anything to be honest it's good to know (laughs) yes but the only thing that I've done is I found a product called strivectin which is really like for your like neck Mm -hmm. um face because it's funny because I've talked to other like bariatric patients and they're like it's crazy because I must have had fat like in my forehead because now I've got wrinkles up there you know it's like (laughs) how we had extra fat there I have no idea but clearly like a lot of times you'll look older because you know the fat like fills you out at some places but um I started I felt like having almost like a little gobble neck thing going on so there's this strivectin neck cream that had like really good reviews on it. It's pretty expensive, but it lasts for quite some time. Okay. I use that on my neck. Um, and I do feel like it keeps it firmer. Um, but really I don't use anything else like on the okay. tummy area or, you know, the arms or the legs. I don't use anything there. 
I like your answer better. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that it's not so, because she scared me, right? She was like, yeah, you just have to worry about like fungus and like, you know, keeping the area dry. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she like prescribing this cream and I'm like, what's going to happen? Am I going to fall apart? Like, <laughs> I yeah, need the to only know. Time, I know. I know different people have different reactions to things. Right. But yeah. I think I got like an, maybe my belly button got infected like one time Yeah, in the whole process, but I've never had any fungus or anything like that okay, on, good. <laughs> on any of my skin. So hopefully, hopefully that, um, that makes you feel a little better. It does. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's funny how you can like kind of hold on to something somebody says and like that's what you fixate on oh and worry God, about. Yeah, right? Yeah. And it's almost like a checklist of worries because I think we've talked to a few people, um, a few guests that we have coming on and, and they also like this is an elective surgery and they're like, it was my biggest fear was something that would happen with this surgery. And I'm like, me too. I relate to that. Like I was like, why am I? signing myself up to die. And then Allison talked me off a ledge. (laughs) And then the next thing was like, okay, well, clearly, obviously I'm going to have like, I'm not going to be, I'm going to have a stricture. I'm going to have something, something's going to happen. And then that didn't happen. And now I'm like, okay, well, obviously my, I'm going to be bald and my skin is going to rot off. So I'm like, brain, could you just like, just stop. <laughs> just give me a break, buddy. Like, I'm, I'm doing this for you, too. <laughs> oh, goodness. Can I circle back real quick and ask you which vitamins you take? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I use Celebrate Vitamins for everything. That's the brand. But then, so I take four AE, like multivitamin AE, ADEK vitamins a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll take two in the morning and two in the afternoon. Um, and then I do three calcium chews, um, split up. So I do kind of morning, noon, afternoon, and then I take one biotin, um, okay. kind of in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it helped with any kind of hair loss. I was taking hair, skin and nails for a while too, but then like COVID and, supply chain issues and whatnot they weren't available so I just stopped taking those and then I take an iron one iron at night um so I kind of have it split up into like four different kind of occasions like right before breakfast right before lunch right before dinner and then right before bed is when I take the iron got it yeah all right so and the ones that are multivitamin are they're like a capsule rather than a chew yeah 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 yeah, there was no way I could put a chew in my mouth. I mean, the calcium chew is good. It's kind of like a little like treat yes, to me. I it think. is. It's like dessert, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a little Starburst or something. I don't know. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, those like chewable vitamin looking things, there's no way I'm putting that in my mouth. It'd be gross. <laughs> uh, let me please tell you, I tried it for the first week and I, I had a moment where I just looked at my husband and I cried and I was like, I can't do this. I, this, this cannot be the rest of my life. Like right. that's not going to happen. And he's like, okay. And like five minutes later, he's like, here's a capsule at week three, you can solve, you can swallow capsules. And I'm like, bless you. <laughs> For the first two weeks after our surgery, um, they had us doing this, I forget the name of the shake, but it basically had all the vitamins in it. And oh. so we didn't have to like chew any kind of vitamin or anything. Um, oh my God, it's so smart. Anyway. <laughs> and so we just had to drink this shake. 
Um, okay, so, so we're all going to go show up at Walmart and be like, hello, where are you, Fayetteville? <laughs> we're, we're all moving <laughs> to right. Fayetteville. <laughs> like, just going to be like, hi, y'all. We need um, you. It'll <laughs> 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 be so good. Yeah. Um, so, okay, I want to talk about clothes a little bit because we're at the phase where I – First of all, again, losing for health in a Gucci belt, you need to check out Angela's style, her -hmm. shoes. Like, girl, you posted a picture of your shoes, and I had never wanted to shop someone's closet so hard. (laughs) (laughs) They're so pretty. There's so many colors, and I cannot wait until the day that I can, like, fit in heels and just be like, oh, yeah, look at these. (laughs) Yes. They're so good. Um, so we need to know where you love to shop, but also like how do you handle shopping as you lose sizes? Because my biggest thing right now is my top is smaller, but my arms are still huge. So nothing is actually fitting correctly. <laughs> yeah. I will tell you, don't do what I did. Um <laughs> I will tell you what I did, but then I'm telling you, don't do it because okay. I felt like I, I burned through like so much money um, because I was like, I would clean out my closet and now I have like literally nothing in there to wear. And I was like, okay, well, I got to build it back up. Now I tried to be smart <laughs> about building it up. So Rob, I, don't listen to this part. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that, you know, I like luxury things. I wasn't looking for luxury yeah. things at that point, but I am willing to shop at Walmart for things. Yep. I'm also mm-hmm. willing to shop at Anthropology is one of my favorite places mm-hmm. to shop as well. So yeah. I, and, and Nordstrom, probably one of my favorite stores as well. Oh, so like Nordstrom I rack. will, I will span the earth trying to look for things that I like, but what I did, what I did do that I felt like it was smart um, during the whole losing phase was I would shop like sale on sale. So like any of these places like the loft or the gap um, where they're like an extra 60% off of the sale price, I was getting clothes for like $7. Um, So like a shirt for $7 or a sweater for $7. I even got jeans. My best deal I found was a pair of gap jeans for $4. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) I was looking for deals and I would find them. Um, and I'm telling you when you're in the losing phase, like right now, just from being working in a retail company right now, Mm -hmm. um, people have an abundance of inventory they're sitting on people, meaning the retailers. And so I'm sure there are going to be lots of sales out there. Um, so definitely look for sale on sale. I think that's kind of my number one thing, but I overbought, I would say. So like, you don't need to go crazy during that losing phase because you literally will only be wearing those clothes for like two months and then you're out of them and you're on to another size. Um, so think, try to try to think smart when you shop, but then also don't go overboard. Um, but go overboard once you get to your goal size, because that's really fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you feel like, and I, I'm sort yes. of in this like, moment, you know, where I'm losing weight, but I'm also like, Oh, suddenly I don't need to shop at, you know, these other stores they've been shopping at. I can mm-hmm. have a little bit more fun, like finding out what your style is. Right. Because like for so long, we were so stuck on buying clothes that were only at plus size places and stuff. So like, was that amazing for you to be like, okay, this is who I am in fashion. Yes. I think you hit the nail on the head, Allison, because <laughs> like, 
I, I do feel like if you're a plus size person, to your point, you have very little options. And so you cannot really create your style. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is because right. you're willing to wear anything that fits decent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> like, I didn't want things like whenever I was overweight, I would wear things loose um, because I didn't want things hugging my stomach or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so it's like now um, I want things to be more fitted, which I never would have been like that before. Um, But to your point, I can go say, I already know that like my style, I feel like is, um, I probably have multiple styles, but like probably more on like the boho side of things or um, I don't even know what you call it. Like um, your style is my Pinterest board. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just throw that out there. Everything you wear. I'm like, yes, it's so cute. (laughs) But yes, it's so much fun to go and figure out what you like. And I, and I think I posted this the other day is now I can be picky about it. Like just because it fits doesn't mean I have to buy it because guess what? If I don't like it, I have so many more options of things that I can go spend my money on and I don't have to buy the thing that fits just because it fits. Um, I can buy something because I actually love it and I would wear it over and over and over again. Like those super cute red wedges. (laughs) Yes. I think that's like the biggest, um, I mean, I'm, I think I'm like 62 days. Not that I always say how many days because I'm like, I literally count every day. But um, <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing that I'm finding is like, it's sort of this like awakening of who I like actually am because I have yeah. kids, they're, they're all adults now. Um, but like, so my two decades was basically just all about them and like never really about me. And so now suddenly like, it's very much about me in terms of like, mm-hmm. I'm really being careful about what I eat and like, you know, paying attention to my body and all this stuff. But also like, I'm suddenly like, wait, I can actually like figure out who I am. And I think that's the biggest like joy of this surgery in general has it's been so cool. that idea. And so well, that's have- true. I think yeah, that's I can- true because if I think about like my mom, um, I think her whole identity was about us kids. Right. Like she yeah. didn't, she didn't buy anything for herself. I think she wore the same clothes for like 20 years, but yeah. then she sometimes would like say, well, I buy you guys everything and I can't buy anything for my own, you know, like my own self. And, mm-hmm. and so I do think as parents, um, you have to be selfish sometimes. Like you have to yeah. do things for yourself because it puts you in a better place to be like a better wife and a better mom. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love to spoil my kids. They're spoiled out the they're they're crazy. But I also like to spoil myself and it puts us all in a better place, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, to take time for yourself. And I think to your point, Allison, like taking time to get your health right, yeah. you know, will is a big benefit for my entire family, not yeah. just for myself, because I'll be here around here longer yeah. um than than before. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I know that when Courtney and I were sort of like investigating this pre-op and then even the early days of post-op and people would be like, this is the best thing I ever did. I wish I would have done it sooner. And like in those early weeks of post-op, you're like, <laughs> what are they talking about? They are crazy. <laughs> if I have to see any more like pureed tuna, I'm going to freak out. Um, but now I-, I found myself, Jeff and I went for a walk today and oh. I found myself saying like, this is the best thing I've ever done for me. And it's not just because of the weight loss, but it's because of like, figuring out who I am and like I have to be 41 to do it but like here we are 
Y'all, I am so angry at how busy my work life and my like personal life are right now because I just want to go do my stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I can move and I can do things and I have places I want to go and things I want to see. And I'm like so irritated at everything that's in the way of that right now, yeah. <laughs> which is fantastic. Like I, I've truly never felt like that. So it's, it's yeah. so good. And I also want to shout out really quick that Allison just recently this week fit into a sweater that she's been saving since her lowest weight ever. And it looks amazing and it's not tight at all. And I think that that is the hugest win and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, so I had lost like 80 pounds maybe five or six years ago. And I had a couple items that I had gotten from J crew that I just thought were the coolest sweatshirts. Um, and they hadn't, they stopped fitting. And then I finally like tried it on on Monday and I was like, oh my gosh, it, it fits. <laughs> and I, I went to the doctor's office that day and I was like, this is my skinny shirt. Like I have no shame. This is my skinny shirt. And he was like, well, it looks kind of big on you right now. And I was like, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Damn right it does. <laughs> like, oh yeah. But oh, speaking, yeah. I know. Speaking of this whole, like, you know, all of these like non-scale victory wins, you went to Disney World again. Yes. Right? So like. That's on our list because I last time I went to Universal, I couldn't fit on the Harry Potter ride. We had this embarrassing moment where they kicked me off and blah, blah, blah. So what was that like? Because I'm sure that had to be a totally fun time. Yeah. So look, I love Disney and I've been there about 10 million times. It's like more <laughs> more than I can count. But <laughs> this, this last trip that I took was so much fun for like a few reasons, I would say. Number one... Um, I didn't take my family. I went on a girl's trip, but two of the yes. girls that went with me, Brittany and Leanne, also had bariatric surgery through oh. roller weight loss. And between the three of us, we've lost like a total of 500 pounds. Wow. So shout out really to all three of us. Yes. Um, but it was just so much fun to be able to experience that with them because we were all having these non-scale victories together, which was awesome and amazing. And I think one that I had already experienced before going to Disney. But the fact that you could get on an airplane and not have to worry <laughs> about if that dang seatbelt was going to actually buckle right. um, or have to like pull out some seatbelt extender because I owned one because there was no way I was ever going to ask a flight attendant for one because that would be traumatic. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's the fact that my legs weren't pressing up underneath you know, the dang armrest and mm -hmm. uncomfortable for the entire flight. Or the fact that the... the um, tray table you could like actually pull it down and oh God, it would, never and it would be table. flat right because like your <laughs> stomach amazing. was in the way or your legs were in yeah. the way so like those are always awesome non-scale victories to have when you travel but I think the biggest one for me was anytime I've been to Disney I mean obviously you're walking like 25 30,000 steps per day mm -hmm. I felt like I had to take some kind of pain reliever like morning noon and night because my feet would hurt so bad um, to the point that sometimes you're almost so much in physical pain that you're almost in tears. Yeah. Um, but you love Disney so much. You'll like fight through <laughs> the pain. So you're just like popping pills, like, like nobody's business. My feet... steps, I do this every day. <laughs> <laughs> My feet oh. never hurt on that trip. Wow. That's incredible. So it's That's the first win. time I've been to Disney where, I didn't require any, you know, pain reliever of any kind because there was just never any pain, which was amazing. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and the fact that you could get on, like, I feel like Disney in most cases 
are pretty good about having seats that are big enough yeah. for like bigger people. With the exception of a couple of rides. One would be the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which is just, I fit in it before my larger weight, but it was the most uncomfortable I'd ever been in my entire life for like the minute and a half you're on that ride because you're literally squeezed in in all capacity. And so the fact that that ride could be comfortable, (laughs) that's totally non-scale victory. And then the fact that getting on flights of passage at the Animal Kingdom, um, the last time I went, I had, I had just had surgery, um, maybe six weeks prior. So it was like December of 2020, my whole family went and it was my first time riding that particular ride, but they had to like come and like shove the thing to get it to close around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was great getting on it this time around. And I didn't have to worry about it. Like, you know, you just get right in and it, and it pushes in automatically and you didn't have to worry, are they going to kick me off the ride or not? Because right. to your point, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's you so want to be kicked off the ride. Notice, but you also want like a tiny mini like inside parade just being like, yes. yeah. this just happened. But yeah, the fact that you could just walk around and yeah. know that I'm not going to have trouble getting on any of these rides. I don't have to stress about it. Um, but then the fact that my feet didn't hurt seriously was the biggest non-scale victory I could have, I could have hoped for. That's yeah. incredible. Absolutely. And you're like us, you are a huge traveler. So what, what are things that you keep in mind, I guess, like both during post-op and then also just like during maintenance, like what do you keep in mind while you're traveling? Yeah. So I, I feel like I have bad dreams. I'm going to forget my vitamins. So again, I already told you I was really <laughs> yeah. good about it, but, um, you know, obviously I make sure to pack that thing the night before, like in, in my carry on or in the backpack, just to make sure that, um, I don't forget it. And then I think packing good protein snacks, uh, whatever they are, protein bars, if it's protein shake, if it's some kind of jerky, because a lot of times you don't know what's going to be available to you in certain things. And so I at least know that I can grab one of those if I need to, um, to get some protein in. But the couple other things that I do is, um, obviously I told you I work for Walmart. And so several of the places I've been to since surgery, um, we've stayed like an Airbnbs and we will either, if we have a car, we'll go to Walmart and just buy groceries, but making sure that I have like yogurt on hand or water on hand to make sure you get, um, your water in. Um, or I'll have it delivered to like the Airbnb we're staying at just to make sure I've got good choices. <laughs> I love um, that hack. <laughs> yeah. But the last, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Like how did I ever go inside the store all the time? I don't, I don't know. I know. <laughs> um, but the last thing I had on like how do I prepare myself for travel is, you know, before I would love to find restaurants to find the greasiest, grimiest foods that you could possibly eat mm-hmm. um, that have the best ratings. You know, I felt like we would plan our trips around food, like where are the best places we could eat. And I still like to plan around like the best restaurants, but I make sure prior to booking the reservation or whatever it may be, I will look at the menu and make sure that there's some option that's not just a salad because I'm not just a salad girl. Generally, I like to have good flavor in my food, but I also want it to be like healthier um, at some, at some point. Yeah. (laughs) Healthy and good. And so I will do a lot of research on restaurants before we go somewhere 
um, to find the ones that have really good options on the menu for me to eat, um, but also that have really good reviews. So I do a lot of research on the front side mm-hmm. of the trip to make sure I've got good, good spots to go. That's perfect. We're going to San Diego in June and I'm going to do the same thing. I'm literally just going to find like the best seafood and make reservations. Yeah. Like one of, one of the trips I've been on was a girl's trip to Savannah and it was the best because there was so much seafood. I ate so much seafood that trip, but um, it was delicious and I felt like it was fairly healthy. Um, Like I was eating a lot of grilled shrimp, scallops. um, We had crab legs just anything and everything that you could you could think of and it was not fried it was like grilled delicious so fun. savannah delicious. is magical i know i'm going to it savannah is. in like one month so i've yeah. never been there and so yeah i'm excited to hear that you loved it and I found it easy to, to navigate yeah. there are a lot of awesome restaurants where you can get really good food there yes i'm excited yeah well, if you, you think of any you'll have list. to send it yeah send me a <laughs> <Yeah>. list <laughs> i know that vicks on the river is going to be one of the ones that we enjoyed the most there, but then we also ate at the old pink house, which is like this, it's like one of the oldest buildings in maybe America. I don't know. um, It was really cool though. And it had great food. Yeah. I'm excited when we've been like also, and I'm sure the same thing for you with figuring out a bunch of stuff to do. That's not food related too, which is really great. Like, I feel like I'm finally like living my life, not circled around food, which, you know, is, a huge win. Truly. Yeah. Like, um, I think one of the questions you guys had, had sent me over was like, what's a favorite trip I've taken. Yes. Um, and I really wanted to bring that up because I really can't choose like a favorite because I like You're the hustle and bustle. Our heart. <laughs> yes. I love the hustle and bustle of like a big city, like New York city. Love it there. Mm-hmm. Um, been there many times, but then since having surgery, we have hit 11 national parks as a family yes, and <laughs> it has been so amazing. And it would be things that I would not have been able to do 200 pounds heavier. Um, like we've done so many hikes. My family now hates me. They're like, we have to go hike again. I'm like, yes, it's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. We um, do. We can. Yeah. Yes. But the things that we've, the things that we've experienced, I'm like, there was a whole world out here that I've not experienced because I just didn't have the stamina to do it um, before. And so now I'm like any vacation I plan, let me figure out the best hike there is around there. That's always, so instead of finding the best restaurant now, I'm like, where's the best place to hike? Like, is there a waterfall I can go see? Or is, you know, there's some mountain formation that I can go see or something. Um, The the love of nature that I've gotten out of this surgery as well has been crazy because I've never been really an outdoorsy person. I know. Can you imagine like telling like yourself that that statement like two and a half years ago? (laughs) No, I would have been like, "You're crazy. (laughs) What are you talking about?" Right. Wrong. (laughs) Someday, uh, future Angela is going to go on vacation just so she can hike. You're like, no. Never going to happen. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, crazy. No, you are so inspiring and had like turned both my day and Courtney's day around. We like, honestly, we both had such ew days. (laughs) I'm so grateful for you. Like, this was just incredible. Well, I really, really appreciate you guys asking me to come on. And it's, oh my gosh, it's, it's crazy because. 
I just feel like I try to be real with people. Like there's nothing fake about me. I don't even really know how to use a good filter. So mm-hmm. like, I appreciate if you, it so much. <laughs> like if you follow my, my page, I'm going to give you the real stuff. Like yes. you're not going to see a filter version of me. I will talk about loose skin, you know, um, you know, I just feel like that's what people need to hear and not just the glorious side of what happens, but they need to hear both sides. And obviously the glorious side outweighs any of the bad from my standpoint, but people need to know like the bad part too. Allison and I have a friend that has like talked about considering weight loss surgery and we're like, we both want this for you because it is truly like the best thing that has happened to either of us. However, (laughs) it is a lot of hard work and you can't underestimate that. And we are only through, I don't know how many days, 61 days, three months. I don't know. We're not even like a half a year into it yet. And we're like, you know, it's just, it is hard work. So it's not a light decision. And I think it's so good for people to just have information and be able to be I mean, I still advocate hard for anybody um, thinking that this is a good option for them. But at the same time, like if I had known realistically what was ahead of me, I think I maybe could have mentally prepared a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, um, you know, you you hear the stigma that, oh, like it's the easy way out. Well, it's not because if you don't put in the work, you're not going to get the reward from it either. Right. Like, yes, it like jump starts your weight loss, but like right. in order to maximize what the weight loss that you can see, you have to put in a, a lot of it. work and to keep it off. Like I said, maintenance is hard. Like yeah. to keep it off, you have to put in the work as well. Um, and it's just, it's just one extra tool that we have that somebody else that doesn't have weight loss surgery, you know, doesn't have in their toolbox, but we all have to fight the same battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people just need to know that. Yeah. Yeah. We always say that like that whole idea where this is the easy way out doesn't even land. It doesn't even <laughs> land on me because it's like, <laughs> there's nothing about the past two <laughs> months that have been easy at all. So, um, but that being said, like I wouldn't change it or alter it Literally or not do this. Yeah. yeah, I'm so grateful. Nope. So yeah. it's, it's this funny thing that you try to describe, like I would never not do this, <laughs> but yet like it's very hard and it consumes like, every day. I hate and love every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have a true love-hate relationship with it is, the process. It really is. Yeah. But it is the single best thing that I've ever done for myself. And I'm, I would like to go back to the very beginning. I'm with you, Angela. High school sports need to come with a caveat that the minute that you stop running four hours after school every day, mm-hmm. um, life changes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is BS. <laughs> yeah. Totally oh, true. Dude. Well, this was amazing. Thank you so much. And is there anything that you think that we didn't talk about that you would like to say or you think that people should hear? I mean, I think the only thing that, you know, I would say kind of in closing, and people have said it a lot too, is we can get caught up in the game of like comparing ourselves to one another mm-hmm. and don't do that. Like if you're going through this process, my experience is not going to be the same as Courtney's, which is not the same as Allison's, which is not going to be the same as anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one may lose faster than the other. 
one may stall out more so than the other. Um, but really, it's all about making sure that you're doing right for yourself and comparing yourself to yourself only. So knowing that you're in a much better place today than you were yesterday. And then the next day, you're in a much better place that day than you were the day before. And it doesn't matter where anyone else is. And it's also not about competing um, with it's anybody <laughs> either. We're, we're all in this together. And it's funny because we just bought this card game the other day that I was playing with my daughter. And I was trying to explain to her, like, we're both trying to win this game together. Like, it's not <laughs> against each other. Like, we have to play together in order to beat this game. And she's like, I'm so confused. But it goes back to <laughs> this is exactly what this race is. Like, we're all in this together and we all want to win. But our end game and our winning state is different. So, you know, compare against yourself only and cheer on all the other people, um, you know, that are playing the game with you. Because um, just because they're successful one day and you may be jealous of that doesn't mean that, you know, they're, they don't deserve to be rewarded or happy right. because your reward is coming as well. So that, that, that'd be kind of my one piece of advice that I would leave for everyone. Uh, yeah. So you just basically summed up life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I, I'm literally like, so first of all, my eyes are wet. Second of all, I'm like over here nodding my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. You could talk to me forever and I would listen. <laughs> I know we're going to have you on again for sure. We want to hear about how your concept oh goes when, with all the things yes. that are going to happen. So maybe, you know, when you get closer to two year, we're going to bring it back because we just love you so yeah, much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's absolutely. been like having a conversation with old friends and obviously I've never met you before. So it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, it's so we good. feel so lucky like the people that we've gotten to talk to I'm just like the I like you said meeting people in Nashville I'm like I could just like spend a weekend <laughs> just, like, yes I feel like I could sit in silence next to you which is the biggest compliment <laughs> oh thanks yeah. you want to just I know we've said it a bunch of times do you want to say your yeah. Instagram handle one more time where people can find you and follow you yeah, so it's losing for health in a Gucci belt. Hmm. Um, yeah, find me and, and follow me. Um, and like I said, I, I keep it yeah. very real. Um, I'm going to just tell it how it is. That's, that's just the way I am. Right. Which has been one of the biggest, like, best things ever for me during this experience. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And yeah, I'm going to be listening to this episode every time I'm having a down day. It's just yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Angela. And yes, it was great to you. have you. Yeah. You're the best. Thank, thank you for you having so me much. on. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Of course. And again and again. So whenever we can yes. do this again, for sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for inspiring us. And I'm sure for everybody who's listening as well. So we just appreciate it all. Have a great week, everybody. Right, bye. Thank bye. you. Allison and Courtney are not medical professionals. They are two friends on this journey together who want to share their experience with you for informational and entertainment purposes. While we do our best to try and make sure the information presented in this podcast is accurate and true, Allison and Courtney are not doctors. Always follow your doctor's instructions and advice first and foremost.